Hello. Our guest today on the interview at IU is a young, up-and-coming hip-hop artist by the name of Steve-O. He has four singles out, the latest of which is entitled SRT, and can be found on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and YouTube. He has performed previously at the Emerson Theater in Indianapolis and at the Reef in Bloomington. Awesome. Well, great to have you here, Steve-O. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Why don't you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself that we just didn't say in the introduction, like, uh, I don't know, how you got into rapping, how you, uh, so just I, yeah. all about you. Yeah, yeah. so um, I uh, I got into rapping probably when I was, like, in elementary school. My uh, my sister, she's, like, 11 years older than me, and so always on, like, the commute to school, she would drive me and, like, always play music on the radio, and, like, it was big, like, it was it was big, like, 2000s time, you know, so, like, Big, like old Drake, old Wayne, like old Eminem, like, you know, that that was actually like what I listened to the most. And uh, that kind of like inspired me to like try to do my own thing type. Uh, and nowadays, I'm not going to lie, like I just kind of make music because like, I don't know, the mainstream stuff starts to sound a lot similar. And I'm like, I might as well make my own thing and like it <laughs> like just as much as I'd like, like a number one hit song. So. Yeah, um, I uh, I live in Indy now. Uh, I used to live in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, shout out Bulldogs! We just took that national championship, you know. Um, yeah, and Georgia's Georgia's like I consider that still like my home. I'm not gonna lie, because it's so it's so nice there. I still got a lot of friends down there too. So yeah, I won't hold that against you because I was rooting for cheat. Uh, TCU personally. Damn. Uh, yeah. I was just open to see Texas like. Meltdown once one of their teams win. Can you know once one of the teams win, everyone else gets yeah, that's gets right. so crazy. Yeah. Um. So you said like old Drake, uh, old Eminem, old Wayne. Uh. What about like any modern influences like now? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm literally wearing it right now. I'm wearing a Juice World hoodie. Oh Juice, nice. Juice World for sure, huge influence, bro. Like he came, he just came at a perfect time to be honest. Like I got my heart broken, and then this song "All Girls Are the Same" came out, and I was like, oh, this man speaking facts. So, uh, Juice for sure, and then I'd also say Uzi. Because uh, I used to, before Juice came out, I was, like, heavy into Uzi. Like, XO Tour Life came out. I was playing uh, Call of Duty at the time. And I was listening to, like, the hip-hop radio on Apple Music. And I heard that song. I was like, oh, shoot. Like, this song actually, like, bang. So I added that to my playlist. So I say, like, Uzi and Juice is, like, top two modern, uh, modern-ish. But, like, I still, I, and then I also say, like, X for the reason of like his versatility. Like mm-hmm. I like that V versatile. I don't like being put in a box. I try to like do different things. Like I have like obviously like my hip hop music, but then I'm also like working on rock songs. And I got like one rock song done right now, and then I'm working on two more rock songs. You know, so I try not to be put in like a cage type. So I definitely say X for that. Yeah, it kind of reminds me because like Uzi put out kind of like a rock song recently, if I remember correctly. Yeah, um, I can't remember what single that was. Was it "Just Wanna Rock"? Was that it? No, that was like that was more of the um, like the Philly and Jersey like club yeah, music you're scene. Right. Yeah, but he had that. He did have that one song. It wasn't. I wouldn't say it was like necessarily like rockish, but you know the uh, the song "Paradise." Yeah, I think yeah, I do. that song is actually like I was like, dang Uzi, like you stepped out of your field and into yeah. something that you actually can do. So. No, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. So, uh, so how do you try to differentiate yourself from uh, other up and coming hip hop artists? Like, is there any sort of overall message or theme or style 
that you think uh, is sort of unique that works to your advantage in, in terms of, in terms of uh, competition with other hip hop artists? Yeah. So um, as I mentioned beforehand, like I'm a big uh, man on like originality. And so, like, I try to have, like, all my flows be original. Like, I don't want I don't want anyone to, like, hear my music and be like, oh, that sounds like Juice, for instance, you know, or, oh, that sounds like Kendrick. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want them to be like, oh, that sounds like Steve-O. You know, like, it's going to be, and, like, that's what I try to do with my music is, like, make it as original as possible. Because, like, when you do that, it sticks more because people, like, know that more. Like, you, you turn it on and, like, within, like, the first three seconds, they're like, oh, that's Steve-O. You know, like, I, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of what sets me apart is just, like, um, being on my own wavelength and not trying to, like, hop on anyone else's thing. Because, like, I mean, we see, like, you know, you got, like, um, artists out here, like, uh, you know, obviously, like, Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi is amazing. I love that. And then, like, you have, like, Yeet under that. You got, like, King Carson under that. You have Destroy Lonely under that. You know, like, all people pretty much, like, doing the same style, the same cadence, the same flows type. You know what I'm saying? And, like, luckily enough, it works for them. Like, it's still, like, good. Like, it's still good music, but it's not, like, original. And I feel like that's why, like, a lot of the, like, artists now are, like, coming in for a year and then, like, falling off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you, while still, of course, though, you're heavily influenced by a lot of these artists. Um, so, uh, what kind of origin? What kind of direction, though, do you want to take it in? For example, like as you've evolved, as, as you've evolved as an artist over the years, whether it just be as a saxophone player or, or you know, whether you're writing poetry or something, how do all of these sort of different um, skill sets play into your evolution as an artist? Um, I honestly could not tell you because like, it's just like, since I'm like, so influenced by that, like, just like whenever I go down and like, I write something, I'll, I'll just like write it down and I'll be like, oh, like I can see where I got that from. Like, this is from so-and-so like song right here. Like I can see like the similarities in it, you know what I mean? But, um, honestly, like I don't have like a game plan when it comes to that. I mean, I'm just like, I just listen to music all the time. So like, it's always flowing in my brain. So like whenever I just kind of like, I guess pick the best parts that I like, you know what I mean? And like kind of put them and implement them into my music. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, so you're talking about like listening to music all the time. What kind of albums are you listening to right now? Uh, um, Right now, I'm not going to lie. I've been listening to a lot of Jimi Hendrix. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, I, I, I love guitar. I'm trying to learn guitar, actually, right now. Because, like, one thing I, I would love to do is, like, at one of my performances, pull out the guitar and, like, start playing. I feel like the crowd would get so hyped if I, like, just pull. They're like, ain't no way. And I just pull out the guitar and start playing a little riff or something. So, yeah, I've been listening to uh, a lot of a lot of Jimi Hendrix. Um, and then, secondly, I'd probably say Jid. Because I'm actually going to the Jid and Smino concert. Oh, seriously? Uh, yeah. Uh, in Chicago coming up this March and um no nah, I love Jed in my opinion he deserved album of the year just cause like his album was just like it's so good oh and yeah like, and it didn't even get nominated for it Grammys. didn't get nominated for anything no bro. I love that that was probably although it was kind of close cause I was like torn between that and the Denzel album as my favorite uh hip hop album for the year no, for I actually haven't listened to the new Denzel oh album it was yet. great I loved it a lot it was, great, yeah. um, it was a lot of like growth and reflection um yeah, I don't know. He's just always been a rapper that I've loved. Um, I kind of found him, like... Because one of his songs went kind of viral back in the day. It was, like, being used in a, like, ML... Do you remember MLG montages? Like, I think I'm... Not many people remember it, but it was, no, like... No, I've heard of that before. Yeah. I've heard of it. It was, like, before. literally just people making edits, and, like, one of his songs kept getting used, so I 
found that and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then I listened to his stuff and I really fell in love with it. That's tough. Yeah. I see he's just, he just had a um, song come out with this uh, this other artist from Indiana, uh, Midwest. Uh, yeah. yeah, they have. He's trying to come into the reef. Midwest is, right? Uh, he might come to the reef. I'm not sure yet. They, they're still like planning stuff yeah. out. And I don't really. Well, if he does, I'll probably try to. Yeah, no, that'd be that'd be sick. Cause that's like that'd probably be like one of the biggest artists that they've had mm-hmm. there. Type, so that'd be cool. And like one of my my um roommate from last year, he uh is like good friends with them. And so like they'd be talking. And he'd be like keeping me in on like the loop and everything. Sometimes oh, I get really to cool. sometimes I get to hear like some exclusive music that is not out yet. And I'm oh, like, oh, awesome. I feel special. So wait, who uh who who knows him? Daniel. Oh, Daniel Tolui. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, I haven't talked to Daniel in forever. I went to um I went to middle school with him. Trader's Point? Yeah, I went to Trader's oh, Point yeah. with him. So I've known him for a while, but we, like, they switch over to, I switch over to Zionsville, and then, like, he switched over to Zionsville, and then we just kind of, like, uh, different crowds. So, like, yeah, just okay. haven't talked to him in a while. Yeah, The I natural know. growing apart. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, cool sorry, cool I guess guy, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a lot of questions prepared, to be honest. I just, <laughs> just like, thought yeah. we'd do free flow. Um, yeah, yeah, I like this. I like this. Yeah, vibe. a little bit more nice. con- yeah. conversational. Yeah, you got any more questions? Got any questions, well, Henry? Um, Keep it moving along. Uh, let me think. Um, uh, how are you? Uh, well, first of all, how are you? Uh, aside from just writing and talent, um, how are you uh, making networking connections to uh, to get to give yourself uh, opportunities and platforms? How uh, how do you do that strategically? Yeah. So, um, I mean, honestly, it's just about, like, talking to as many people as you can and, like, just not being afraid to show, like, your music, you know? Like, obviously, like, when I started making music, like, I wasn't telling everyone I was making music, yeah. but, like, now, like, I like what I'm making and, like, me personally, I think is good. And so, like, I'm going to show other people, you know, and, like, it's just, it's just honestly, like, just being confident in your work and going and, like, showing people and talking because, like, if you – and, like, it's honestly just talking because, like, uh the the way that i performed at the reef like obviously like i met um the producer and this was actually uh i joined like the club around here called music music industry creatives and the producer happened to be in that and so that's how i like met him and we started working and stuff but it's honestly like you you do have to go out and like put in the extra effort to uh find like a good network and to get invited to things because i didn't know i was going to do that concert until literally a week before i did it and like it was just like so short notice but like someone dropped out and then he literally just called me he was like yo like we need someone to fill in i was like word like i'm ready like count me in like i I love it like performing is like top like top honestly like top five things i ever done bro like it's so fun it's so fun every time just getting the crowd hype and everything but yeah it's just you just gotta you just gotta be confident in your work just go out talk to people um make that connection and stuff and like plus like i don't know like i seem like i i feel like i'm a friendliest person you know so like i get along with people quite well so i mean i feel like that helps a lot and then also just making sure that you get their contact like you can have a good conversation and be like yeah okay what's your name yeah and then shake on it but like when you actually like like get the contact information that kind of solidifies it that like knows that they they know that you want it you you're serious about it you know what i mean and so when they see that you're serious about it they're all they're obviously going to be like oh okay like i do want to work with this person because i know that they're willing to put in the effort so yeah yeah makes sense who's your producer um, so I work with a dude here uh, named Briggs Blevins, and then uh, the person that's produced all of my songs that are out so far, 
um, is Mason Gabriel. And he's actually, he lives out in Philly, but he went to um, high school yeah, with yeah. us. Yeah, he went to Zionsville. So. Oh, yeah. nice. Uh, what kind of production style does he mostly deal in? Just like, um, I mean, honestly, Mason is like really versatile. I cannot lie. Like he does, he's worked on like the newest one I had SRT, which is literally just like straight, like trap anthem type mm -hmm. song. Um, he did that. And then like, obviously the rock song that we have and like the other rock songs that have coming out, he's working on that. Uh, he's also in like a band out in Philly. And so they just kind of do, um, it's like psychedelic rockish, but like also like jazzy. It's it's really cool. Oh, it's really cool. cool. So yeah, like he he honestly encompasses pretty much every genre except for country. Cannot lie. Like wow. <laughs> every genre except country. What's the band's name? Uh, Animal Instincts. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's really cool because like the with the the way that they uh, like perform and stuff is like they always. They, they pretty much improvise a lot. Like, obviously, like, they'll have, like, their set chords, like, what to do. But, like, a lot of their songs is just, like, improvisation. And, like, it, it ties into, like, that animal instincts just, like, going off that first instinct. Yeah. So, like, that's why I was like, yo, I rock with that heavy. Like, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, and, like, the jazz idea, like, getting to do your own thing, um, just improvising, yeah. which, yeah. Which I really hard. love that. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's cool as hell, bro. Like, I'm honestly like, I, I like he sends he just was showing me something earlier today, uh, where there's playing something. I'm like, dang, bro. And I talked to the uh, guitarist today as well because his name is Luke. He's really talented, bro. I was like, dang, I don't know how much, how you do it, bro. Because I've been trying with guitar, bro, but this shit is hard. Like, yeah. this shit is hard. What kind of what kind of guitar do you do you play? Like electric or? Yeah, yeah, I play uh I play an electric. Uh, dang, I forget I forget what the exact uh type name of it is um because obviously like they have like yeah a couple of oh i think it's a it's a strat a strat oh, yeah. yeah i think it's a strat so that's what i play it's my dad's guitar um so yeah and he just let me borrow it so i was like i'm bored i need something to do pick up yeah. one so i uh i should learn to play guitar my dad uh he plays the guitar and he also plays the string bass in the uh, indianapolis uh, philharmonic but uh yeah Pretty interesting. Do you uh do you listen to country like I like country music at all? Uh no, I'm not gonna lie. I really do not listen to country. Like the the most country it'll get for me is like that Florida Georgia line that that window down. Yeah. Like yeah, I like I like that one. Uh oh oh, um, what's the what's the one song? The chicken fry. Chicken fry. Yeah yeah, yeah. chicken fry. That song is fire as hell. Yeah, and then, that's good. Yeah, that's about the only country I listen to. Yeah. The chicken fry would actually, uh, I like, uh, that's yeah. a bop. I listen to, uh, like, a lot of, like, you know, Johnny Cash and Willie Nelson. And uh, some of it is, uh, you know, the art form. I mean, in terms of, like, the subject matter, and it, it is somewhat similar to hip-hop in some ways, one could argue, you know, like uh, a lot of those songs. Uh, but, you know, like uh, Bob Dylan, you know, and uh, Bob Dylan, of course, came here in 2021, and I covered it for the IDS. And I just uh, went to see John Mellencamp, and uh, that was pretty interesting because it's, like, rock but, like, outlaw country. But he uh, sort of a little bit, not as much outlaw country. But it's kind of got that gruff and gritty style going, you know. Yeah. And, uh, so that was pretty fire. But, you know, hearing these old, all these nostalgic pieces, you know, blended in with a mixture of new stuff. So That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Kinds yeah. of great music around here. I think you could say that's because, like, a lot of this music, like, uh, 
lot of it has its origins in like blues back in the day. Oh yeah, no, yeah. a lot, a lot of music yeah. has its origin in the blues. Like literally, like I mean, like you listen to like I tell you, I've been listening to like a lot of Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Like he plays, he plays a lot of his songs like a half step down, which is kind of weird. Oh, but wow. um, but it like a lot of them are along the blues scale, which is like it's just like you just pick it up mad easy and then like you go from there and like the blue scale always be hitting i don't know if y'all ever heard there's a dude um his name is like uh it's like chris stone kingfish or something like that uh but he's like a he's a guitarist uh blues guitarist and he like he his style is like different because like he he's one of the like few guitarists that actually like performs sitting down like he always sits down because I'm not gonna lie, he's big as hell. Like it'd probably be like hard, but you know what I'm saying. Um, but uh, nah, his he he plays uh, blues and God, bro, it's crazy. Like just with like the blue scale, the amount of things that you can do is actually like crazy. Like it opens up for a lot. So yeah, yeah. it's really cool. Um, I kind of relate to that because you know I think we all here played played instruments that were like in jazz and stuff mm-hmm. like i used to play alto yeah like yeah. henry said yeah, yeah. yeah i played trumpet and henry also played alto right tenor tenor yeah 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 that was fun no you know i actually i got uh selected for um the indiana music ambassadors to take a tour to seven different countries oh, wow. and play awesome. alto yeah and i i did that with uh the producer mason uh we both got selected for that and so we went out seven different countries in europe and just played uh music in all those countries and shit like dude, oh that was well i gotta say though favorite place is switzerland bro it is so nice so beautiful like everything about it literally warm at the bottom snow at the tops of the mountains right it's like it's crazy it's nice it's nice yeah um i guess just like moving conversation along um so out of like all your songs do you have one specifically that you're like the most proud of or you think it's like the best work yeah honestly probably the rock one Really? To be honest, yeah, which is it, it sucks because it's not out. Yeah, I need to put it out, man. Like it, it, it was supposed to, it was supposed to come out uh, this month, but we're we're kind of like tweaking the outro a little mm-hmm. bit um, to get that nice. But that's that's probably the one I'm most proud of because literally, like I have a video of it um, where my friend just started playing the chords on the guitar, and I literally just set up the camera. And I just started freestyling over it. And like literally the first uh the first verse, uh the first chorus and the second verse and the uh and the um and the second chorus, like all of those were freestyled. And I literally have like the video of me like doing it and like that's the one I'm most proud of because I was like, dang, like that's like that shows you that like music is more of just like something that's manufactured and something that you actually feel. Cause like I just like we just felt it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And we just like click like that. And like even when like it came for like the chorus part, I didn't know that he was about to like break it down, but like it just worked so perfectly. And I was just I, I don't know. That's the that's the one I'm most proud of because I've also never done anything like that before either and just to like to hear how it's turned out it was actually like really it was really sick you ever freestyled before or just like oh yeah no i freestyle all the time i love freestyling it's fun it's fun as hell it seems like a really hard thing to do i guess for me because i don't make those like 
connections between words and stuff. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, it is hard, but, like, the honestly, it's, like, practice makes perfect. I mean, I'm not good, like, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm, like, the best at it or, yeah. like, even, like, good at that sense, but I still do it because it's just, like, it's fun. Whenever I'm bored, like, so my roommate, he uh, learned, uh, he taught himself how to play piano. Oh, and nice. so, like, he'll always used to be playing piano. And, like, he, been, he, he normally plays, like, jazz uh, piano type things. So uh, whenever he'll be playing and stuff, I'll just walk in the room and I'll just start freestyling. I'll just feel it. Like, I don't know. It like it's a good way, especially like I'll wake up in the morning, he'll be playing. It's a good way to start the day. Like you got the band playing, get some music, just start freestyling for a little bit, get me ready for the day. So so that's awesome. So like how do you approach like writing on a day to day basis, like versus practicing? Like how do you split that up, like in terms of like your routine? Um, so honestly, like when it comes to like my writing process, uh, I'll, I'll just jot down like random things. Like if I like something comes to my mind, I'll just like write it down in my phone notes real quick. Phone notes is like actually go for that, bro. Like you can put anything down, bro. I, I love phone notes, but yeah, like I just like, if I remember that, I'll just put it, put it in my notes and then I'll save it for a little bit. And then like when I go to the studio and I like, like a beat, like I'll see, like, I'll be like, Oh I had like this bar. I know like I want this bar in the next song. So I'll like kind of like base it off of that and like put that in there and start writing. But honestly, like sometimes like I'll just be in the studio and like we'll we'll make a completely new instrumental type thing. And then like if I'm feeling it like heavy, heavy, then I'll sit there and I'll write like a verse in like 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like it just it honestly just depends. Like and when you when you when I feel it, I feel it. And I'm like, all right, I know what I want to do on this. Like I got like a whole mental mouth out type thing but other than that like i just whenever i get a bar i just put it in my notes and then i'll just bring it out when it's when it's time yeah. i guess when it's awesome. time you wanna, oh, go ahead. oh i was just gonna ask like uh you have a bar that you're like especially proud of or something like that um i got yeah so actually in my newest song bro this bar is actually it's so funny bro i i cannot lie though it's creative yeah. it's creative as hell um, so in the latest single SRT, yeah. like it's literally the bar is about SRT, right? So uh, like is give me that SRT, I mean suck it and ride it on top to the rubber pop off. Nice. Because like you know what I'm saying, like the SRT, like the car type, yeah. you know, like the Dodge cars uh, and how like everyone that has them motherfuckers be like spinning it out and like always like doing donuts and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, uh suck it and ride it on top to the rubber pop off. Like it became like an acronym type thing. And like yeah. when I said that for the like I I didn't think nothing of it. Like I didn't think like that was like too crazy or nothing. But then like I was playing for a couple of my friends, it was like Yo, hold on. What'd you say? Like, take it back. Take it back. It was like, yeah. So I was like, yeah, that shit's actually like, that's that's Yo, one of the that's, that's nice. one of the hardest. That's bars. awesome. Yeah. So where do you um do studio sessions around here? Is like there a place down here that you go to? Uh yeah. So I actually with the producer I work with, uh, he has a home studio and it's like really nice. Oh, uh, nice. He they they got like he set out like a whole room for it. So like the whole room is just a studio and like it, it's honestly nice as hell. Equipment up to date like everything he's always getting new stuff in there too so like we always like experiment with new things so no nah, i love it so yeah that's where i go to um because like honestly like it was just like i could get studio time but like i'd also have to have like a audio engineer pull up with me and then like uh paying an audio engineer plus like the studio thing like you know what i'm saying I, yeah. it, it comes out to be a lot when i could just hey you know like yo can i come over and record like yeah, so you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's mad a lot easy. easier. Yeah, it's that. mad easy. Not, a lot less planning needed. Like I'll just be like, "Yo, this week, what day you free?" He'll he'll send me a day. 
I'll be like, all right, uh, I'll give him like a time and we'll see if that works. And then boom, like I'm there. Yeah. So it's a lot easier than trying to get all those people together. Yeah, yeah. dude. And then plus, like, I don't know, like, I feel like in like, I feel like if I was like, if I do like when I because I have gone to uh, like nice, like big recording studios, like uh, there's a recording studio in Broad Ripple called Roundtable. Mm-hmm. And I've been there a couple of times. Um, but like whenever I go to one of those, I make sure that I have my song completely written out like everything completely written out if i want to add like harmonies i make sure like i get those ideas down like i literally like just take it's so goofy bro like in my camera roll those just be random videos of me just like saying like one or two words but that's like me trying to like harmonize with like the main melody type thing you know what i'm saying so like i want to get down all my ideas because like when you get in there time is money so i want to get in there and make sure that i do everything how i want it make sure it comes out exactly how i want it sound so that we don't have to be in there just wasting time yeah what's the like hardest part of putting these songs together in the studio is it just like getting everything to sync up or like just um nah i'd honestly just say like i just say like motive i don't know motivation kind of like the vibe just the vibe has to be right honestly like if if the vibe is right like and if like it has to be like i'm i'm messing with the beat and like mm-hmm. what i'm writing down like i'm messing with as well and like i'll always and like i'll always have like for the most part um i'll always have like a friend or two there in the studio with me uh to like you know kind of keep me on the right track like tell me if it's actually good or not like i don't want like i i i like respect constructive criticism you know what i mean i think yeah. that's just helpful like you you don't like if you obviously like good for you if like you think like everything you make is like the best thing you ever heard in your life but like <laughs> the truth is like that's not the case like you know what i'm saying yeah. so i always have people there to like yo like you know kind of give me some guidance like yo you messing with this nah yeah so yeah i don't i don't like to have yes men in my circle i like that yeah. i like to know like the truth you know what i'm saying so yeah that's great that makes that makes perfect sense and uh yes yeah, you gotta kind of get your mind clicking i know what you mean to get in that like that flow state and that's when you're coming up with the with the best material you know yeah for sure yeah i get that like when i'm um writing stuff um i'm not really a writer but like you know just doing essays and stuff like yeah. that you got to get in the right mindset it's like because i'll like i'll sit there and then i won't do anything yeah no and it's, then, it's and nice. then uh, Eventually, I'll get to a point where, like, oh, I know what I want to write, and then the words will just come. And yeah, I'll, and I'll just start writing for like an hour straight. Yeah, and like yeah. whenever I hit those like roadblocks like that, I just tell like I'm just like, all right, like, just send me the send me the beat. I'm gonna like go home. I'm gonna reflect about it. You know what I'm saying? And then we gonna come back and then get straight to it. Cause like I don't know, like sometimes sometimes like you need a little like ear break type thing you know what i'm saying like sometimes like ear fatigue is a big thing uh so you can get ear fatigue and like that shit just like kind of just destroy like starts decreasing the creativity and everything going around just because you've been hearing it a certain type of way for a long time so um no i just yeah i just gotta uh i just kind of like yo like let's take it like uh just send me the beat and like i'll reconvene with you like next week let me just like listen to this a couple times like get in my element and like when i'm feeling like writing I, then i sit there and i write the whole thing out you know what i'm saying it just like it flows out you know what i mean like you gotta you gotta have i don't know for me like i kind of gotta have like that inspiration type to like be like all right yeah i want to do this because then when i do that bro it like it literally like the songs come out quick like when i get that when like when i'm feeling it bro i'll sit there i could write a verse and like like five minutes really like if i'm feeling it like and i have done that bro like one time i went to the studio and like we made like three songs and i was like in like one session yeah and i was just like i was just feeling it you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. it was just creative juices was just flowing so 
Oh, yeah. I feel that when I like write a lot. Like I uh, like there will be times in my life where I'm writing a lot and very disciplined, and other times where I'm like, oh, I'll get to it. Like uh, like my freshman year of high school, I wrote this first draft of a of a book, got 228 pages, uh, entitled "Hitmen, High Schoolers, and Hidden Cameras," because you know I like you know like the alliteration. Mm. Not a lot of alliteration, just a little alliteration, but. Uh, uh, just a little bit of a little alliteration. But anyway. Uh, tongue twisting. <laughs> tongue twister. <laughs> tongue twisting, yeah, yes. But, uh, but yeah, but, and recently I've been writing more of this, like, storytelling routine and business stuff, and I've got, like, not all of it's good. Like, I'll go paragraphs without any punchlines, but it has forced me to write more concisely, and it's forced me to pay more attention to my speaking because, you know, like in speech class, you know, you, you got to work on your enunciation, your pacing, and I never wanted to do that. And now, or recently, I've been forced to do that. And it also kind of, like, gets your mind clicking, you know, like poetically. And uh, so, yeah, you know, yeah. these are very, you know, like literary poetic art forms. And I think that uh, that's something that, like, uh, you know, stand-up comedy and uh, hip-hop, I think, have some in, uh, have a lot in common in that sense. No, definitely. I like how you mentioned like pronunciation and stuff. Cause like honestly, like with music, like delivery is a huge thing. Like you could have like not even like the best bar, but like if the delivery is there, like you say it, like you say it, like you mean it. Like people are like, mm, like even if it's like a weak bar type thing, you know. But no, um, I get what you mean. Like I've yeah. heard songs that like yeah, they might have the best, uh, most creative bars, but like. Yeah, you know, it's just the way they say it. Yeah, it's like, just the way they say it. And, like, that's something, that, that's something that I've been working on because, like, yeah. uh, my producer's been like, bro, you got to add, like, some more, like, you know, like, some more, like, you got to add, like, your personality. Because I want to go, like, I'll, I'll be, I'm a goofy, right? But, like, yeah. when it comes to my music, like, I want to be serious, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of hard to, like, be goofy in a serious setting, you know what I mean? So No, I get that. Yeah, you got to, like, balance your personalities and figure out what you want to do because you don't want to get – you want to be – take it seriously – but you also still want to have fun with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I do have fun every single yeah. time, bro, honestly. It's amazing. Awesome. It's just like, you know, I love, I just love the vibe, you know. You know, you give off with, like, your music and, like, the creativity. It's just, like, so it's, it's inspirational, you know. It's, thank you. It's thank terrific. you. Yeah. And yeah, like, it's really cool. And then, like, to see it, like, in full effect, like, when I perform and just, like, see the way, like, the crowd is, like, into it the way the crowd is just like getting lit that's like all i could ever ask for you know what i'm saying like me like starting off making music i didn't know i was ever going to perform and like now like i'm living out like i'm doing like one of my dreams you know what i'm saying like performing so it's actually it's really cool yeah um just because we're kind of near the end um here you we kind of mentioned briefly early on about you're in the process of doing an album. Can you tell us anything about that? Or? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm in the process of doing an album right now. I got a, um, I got a lot of songs in the caviar right now. I still gotta make a couple of, a uh, couple more for like a studio album. But I'm like kind of debating because like obviously like I do have like some rock songs and like I feel like some of the some of the songs don't fit like the same vibe. So I'm like stuck if like I want to do an EP with like just like a couple songs here, a couple songs there. Because like what I was thinking about is like doing like you know like a hip hop EP and then doing like a rock ep mm -hmm. or something like that or like I, I mean i could put them all together for a big album but i feel like as an artist like just starting off the smartest the smartest like game plan is to like just put out like small eps because honestly like you need you need like 
quantity like you need to keep putting out new stuff as 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 quick as you can like when you're just starting off because you want people to constantly hear you you want people to constantly like be like oh i wonder what he got coming next you know what i'm saying you want to keep people interested type thing so yeah so i think i'm a i don't know if it's going to be a full album yet or it might be split into two eps but it's definitely coming before the end of the year and i'm excited man because like the rock songs are they're so sick bro I, i never knew i was big into rock like that either but like honestly like it's gonna yeah, be, it's, it's really gonna cool. Be sometimes you just, uh, sometimes you just, uh, you have no, you don't know. And also, uh, by the way, you're also, of course, a sophomore here at IU, like us, and you're uh, getting a degree in the media school. Uh, yep. you can, can you tell us a little about that? Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm doing film production. Uh, I'm excited too, cause like I used to be doing like my little YouTube video things. I used to, uh, I used to stream on Twitch and everything too. Nice. So you know, I got like, I got like a little foot in the door when it comes to doing all that. I like my, my end goal with that is like to be able to do videos and like sports edits for like sports teams, uh, nice. and like sports players and stuff like that. But yeah, honestly, like I'm happy with it now. I did switch majors last year. I was doing, uh intelligent systems engineering bro i could not bro i the calculate like the coding was all right but the calculus is what killed me bro i was like all right i need to i need to do something else because calculus was not not having me well you know you said you uh you know you met michael useland because you're taking one of his classes and of course uh michael was one of our previous guests and uh so who knows maybe you'll be uh You'll be an actor, you know. You, yeah. I can see yeah. it. I can definitely see it. Uh, yeah, I mean, an actor. Would you ever use some of that, like, film editing stuff made to do, like, music videos or something Oh, like yeah, for sure. I mean, I literally, for my own, for the song that just came out, like, I shot a whole, like, trailer. It wasn't a music video for it, but it was just kind of, like, a, a little trailer for it. And, like, I literally wrote out the script for it, got, like, nice. cast everybody for it. You know, we got, like, the proper equipment um, and, like, put like directed the whole thing you know what i'm saying i felt yeah. like i felt like i was doing my little spike lee type thing nice. you know what i'm saying i was in it so no nah, it was cool as hell and like i got all the videos back and i put it all together myself and it actually turned out pretty sick so nice. and it was like you know somewhat com- comedic you know what i'm saying so i was i was happy about that yeah awesome. nice and then i think one last thing that Henry, you mentioned earlier. I think you're gonna perform at the Little Five. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm working on that. I know yeah. that uh, there's supposed there's like talks about um, a music festival during Little Five Hundred weekend. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. A, I'm gonna keep y'all updated. But yeah, for sure, the next thing I find out, I'm gonna I'm let y'all know because like, yeah, I love performing. Yeah. I can't wait to do it again. That bro. reminds me, like. Um, IU recently started doing this festival called uh, Grand Falloon, which kind of has a music aspect to it. Um, it's more like in indie indie rock indie artists. Rock, yeah. yeah, but I went. Um, me and Henry went with a couple yeah, of buddies it, last it was year. Inspired by Kurt Vonnegut, and yeah. then later in the summer, one of our friends who went with us didn't want to go to the Vonnegut Library downtown. Yeah, Indy. they funny. said they said he said he thought it would be boring, and I'm like. Can you believe this? To, 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 just to diss the Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah, yeah that was crazy. No, but it was awesome. We got to see um, two of my favorite indie artists, like Japanese Breakfast and Carsey Hedrist, were together. Um, which is really, I was really surprised because that concert was free. You just I go know. to it, check Ooh, it out. It was fantastic. That's nice and we too. could just like, yeah, we could just go there and chill. And these are like pretty sizable artists that have a lot of big following. That was a cool so. concert. It was outside and all, and it was the same weekend that I met. Uh, my, the actress that uh, does the American voice for Macasa on Attack and Titan, and the same weekend I saw Bill Maher. So it was just yeah. three days in a row. Bang, yeah. bang, Wait, bang, did the voice know? for Attack on Titan? 
She at Fura, this our main character, Mikasa. Yo, no, that's crazy, bro. I watch, I watch. That's probably like I, I'm not like a big like anime watcher, but like Attack on Titan had to be like my number one. I'm not gonna lie. My brother's that, a that, mega that fan, fire. so you know yeah. it's a good show. I'm not. I'm more of a casual anime watcher, but I never got into Attack on Titan. That's the thing. I pro- may I should. Yeah. You should, bro. It's yeah. honestly, it's fire. Oh, it's it's honestly really You're a good. fan. Yeah. I'm oh, a it's fan. fantastic. It's yeah. like almost as good as like. Uh, Breaking Bad, and it's probably the only anime that I would ever watch. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah I don't watch much. Yeah, but. neither do I. That was fire. All right, well, I think that's the end of our time. Thank you so much for coming here. It was great to talk to pleasure, you. Great yeah. to have you on. And uh, yeah, no, yeah. thank you guys, bro. This was this was a pleasure being here. Like, thank you for the invite. I enjoyed this. This is this yeah, is no problem. Uh, and that is the end of the interview at IU. Tune in next time where. Me, Caleb, and Henry will have another great guest.